0: Welcome back and thank you for joining me. My name is Ernie Harwell, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos and once a state college steed. Stay tuned for today's episode of PBE Motown. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the awards ceremony, but I just want to take a moment to review last season 37's uh, final results where Florida Flamingos uh, beat the pa- Puerto Rico ranas in six games, four to two. Uh, looking at the regular season, Florida, Kansas City each came in first place within a game of each other. Uh, Kansas City ran away with it and in the West, uh, out-distancing the Wheelers by 19 games. Uh, the rest of the West was pretty tight. Uh, Anchorage was in second with 19 games all the way down. California, Amarillo, and then Bruce City was just 23. So that was a pretty tight second to fifth place. Over in the East, Chicago uh, put up a fight with Florida, finishing just six games out. Puerto Rico, State College, and Louisville, all in another tier, finishing 19 to 29 games out, respectively. Uh, In the end, uh, Puerto Rico made the playoffs along with Chicago, Florida, Kansas City, and Anchorage, uh, and California. So those six teams made the playoffs. Uh, In the first round, Puerto Rico beat Anchorage in five. California beat Chicago in three. I think they caught Chicago sleeping because that team is loaded. You'll find out later when we go over the winners of the awards. They are loaded, Chicago. Uh, In the semifinals, Florida beat California, as expected, I guess. But Puerto Rico beat Kansas City. And that was in six games. uh, And it was a great feeling knowing we're going to the World Series. I think I said in our locker room, we're playing with house money now, guys. Uh, In the World Series, we uh, went down swinging, took us to, went, we took them six games, but Florida won four to two. So good on Florida. They had a great season. Uh, it, as always, PBE is a lot of fun. Uh, this year is just a moment where I get to, uh, not think about all the other projects and tasks I need to get done in my real world. And I get to just, uh, imagine baseball for a while. And it's, a uh, uh, great time to be focusing on baseball as we are just finishing up our NFL season. Uh, m- all my attention can be spent in my spare time on baseball. So you guys look forward to season 38, which we're in the spring training of, and I will, I'll see you guys around. Thank you. This last weekend, PBE held their annual awards ceremony. Uh, Big shout-out to all the people who worked the graphics, did a great job. Um, in this next segment, we're going to cover the Minor League Awards, which include MVP, Rookie of the Year, all the Silver Sluggers, and the Gold Gloves. So stick around for that. Hi, Bernie Harwell here. Ever sit on the toilet... And have a never-ending wipe. Those days are over. I've invented One Wipes, a new form of toilet paper that contains a solution where with just one wipe, you're fresh and clean. Don't deal. Starting off our awards ceremony, shortstop James Dia of the Kansas City Hepcats. He was honored with the minor league Most Valuable Player Award for 2053. Uh, Taking a look at his line from that year, uh, Dion is a 23-year-old left-handed, right-handed left 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 bat uh, hailing from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, His line from this previous year He uh, obviously played all the games, but uh, managed over a hit per game. 167 hits, uh, 20 home runs, 20 doubles. That's a good number. He had 40 extra ba- 41 extra base hits out of uh, his 167 hits. His, he batted 356. He slugged fi- over 500, almost a thousand OPS. His OPS plus was. 155. Those of you keeping score, that's one and a half players batting. That's what he did. One and a half average players with an astounding WAR of 8.4. Uh, that should do it for him. He is a four-year minor league player, and uh, I can't imagine him staying down in the minors another year. He's a a, a man a man amongst boys with a a WAR of 8.4. Uh, congratulations, Dion. Next up in the awards ceremony was the starting pitcher, What Can I Say Except You Welcome. I don't know if that's Klingon or actually English broken up, but he's from the Florida Flamingos, who you might remember won the minor league uh, championship. Uh, what Can I see? We'll say he's a six foot four from uh, born in Hawaii and drafted by the Makos. Go Makos! Uh, well, they got a good pitcher here in his season stat lines in 27 starts. He went 14 and four, ERA of 374. Uh, allowed a little bit over a hit per inning. Um, almost. Not quite a strikeout per inning. 117 strikeouts to 40 walks. It's a good three to one ratio. Whip of 1.32. Uh, his ERA plus was a 116. So that's better. Much pretty, pretty good uh, ERA there. Uh, what I see is that he really ate up some innings. So uh, did he have? He didn't have any complete games though, but uh, seemed like a pretty good workhorse for them. That was his third year. Um, building on um pretty good foundation from 2051 52 we won 12 games last year we won 14 games so looks like Maui's got a good one there um good luck to what can I say hi this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use pine saw in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. She always kept her house smelling fresh. I have pine saw to thank for that. Third on our list of awards uh, relief pitcher, Pud Blizzy. Of the Chicago Kingpin, won the twenty fifty three Minor League Reliever of the Year award. Pud is a short, stocky, uh, right handed reliever, hailing from Jamestown. Uh, he's five foot eight, two ten, but uh, he can pitch. Uh, this is Pud last season. Um, can't really look at the wins and losses. 21 saves, a 264 ERA, and in 78 innings pitched. Um, really kept strikeouts to 65 to 14. So uh, really good strikeout ratio on under the under one whip. Players uh, just didn't get much off him, a Babbitt of 246. Um, looking at his um, overall era plus was a 164. Um, anytime you can get a one, 1. 1.6 war and you just not in very many games and not very many innings pitched and still be able to uh affect that, that's a pretty good outcome. Um, as for Pud, looks like he's growing into himself, you know, decent numbers over the last three years. Uh, wins and losses about 50 50, but uh, growing usefulness is. Yeah, has always been pretty useful, and uh, he will be playing for the Aviators soon. So good job, Pud. Congratulations. Next up is the Minor League Rookie of the Year Award, quite possibly one of the most exciting awards, uh, even especially when there's uh, maybe a new player, uh, new to the league. And this year's the 2053 Rookie of the Year goes to short, went to shortstop Randy Fast Track. Couldn't have been a more appropriate name. Uh, <clears throat> Randy is a rookie, so there's no baseline data. Had a 4.4 WAR. Whoa. Uh, coming from uh, experience, I won the the Major League Rookie of the Year award. I don't think it was a 4.4 war. It was a down year (laughs) across the board, I'll admit. And uh, Ernie won it that year. Um, So Randy playing shortstop. He is a little guy, 5'7", 165. He uh, he slaps it around a little bit, uh, slugging 406. But uh, only had about eight home runs. But 60 RBIs, 44 runs. 31 walks, 59 strikeouts. That's a good ratio there. Um, Trying to see. Uh, He did not have any stolen bases, so he's not real fast. But uh, just kind of puts the ball in play. Um, uh, Looking at his fielding, he had a pretty good fielding zone efficiency. And uh, I think he's just a good all-around player. Uh, 4.4 war. Not only that, in the playoffs for the Kingpins, he mashed 500 with 1,000 OPS, uh, just in a 3.2 war in three games. I don't even know. If that must be a calculation error. I have no idea. He had a 171 OPS plus, uh, just killing it. So uh, good for you, Randy Fast Track. Uh, for uh, the Rookie of the Year award. A notable finish for the Brandy, wait, Brand Bill Ostman of the Louisville Lemurs, who finished second in the 2053 MVP voting. Um, Mr. Ostman is a second year player. In his second year, he mashed uh, 34 extra base hits, um, 61 RBIs, 79 runs, a decent little better than one to two strikeout to walk ratio, stole some bases, 29, hit 329. And has slugged 526. Not bad. Uh, A war of five, which normally might be an MVP year, especially for a minor leaguer. But uh, you ran into fast track, son. And he had a war of eight, which is ridiculous. But good job, Mr. Osterman. This is what we believe Technology alone is not enough. Faster, thinner, lighter. These are all good things. But when technology gets out of the way, everything becomes more delightful. Even magical. That's when you leap forward, and you end up with something like this. iPhone 7. Also finishing just short is uh, Ike Sampson of the Hepcats. Finished second in the Pitcher of the Year award. Ike's Ike is a third-year minor leaguer. He is hailing from Portland, Oregon. He's a little guy, five foot ten, uh, but he must have some uh, some skill set. Uh, I'm looking at his postseason. His ERA was seven point seven. But uh, his regular season a little bit better, seven and two, um, with a three five three ERA. Um, in a hundred and thirty innings, he struck out fifty six and walked twenty six. His WHIP was one twenty two. Had a WAR of one point seven. That is your runner up to pitcher of the year. Mr. Ike Sampson. The fine runner-up we have for the Relief Pitcher of the Year award goes to Crash Jackson of Florida Flamingos. Crash is a 21-year-old righty from Hampton, Virginia. He's a big guy, 6'3", 220. Don't want to meet him in a dark alley. Um, his favorite pitch is a circle change, uh, in his, he's a first year player in his first year. He looks like he was mostly, uh, uh, I would say middle reliever because he only has seven saves, probably ate up some innings, 73 innings, 10 home runs in 73 innings but also 57 strikeouts, which is pretty good. Uh, his whip was 1-3. His war was point 0.2. Uh, well, that's an exciting start for uh, first-year player Crash Jackson. Hi. It's all-star Ernie Harwell. To remind you, it's a mindset, a focus, a deep-seated spirit. It's an inner strength to keep your feet planted firmly on the ground, no matter what presses against you. It's confidence. It's belief. It's a way of life. It's Nike. Again, my favorite position is uh, the Rookie of the Year Award. So the runner-up to the Rookie of the Year Award goes to left fielder. Casey Vega, he is a 21-year-old righty, uh, coming from Canada, Winnipeg, and he's a big old boy, 6'4", 225, they've grown big up there, um, Casey has no batting stats, I'm looking for his pitching stats for the year, uh, no, minor league batting stats, sorry, they were showing his upcoming season as 0. Uh, Casey first year player, uh, lots of, uh, that's a doubles, some home run power, uh, some stolen bases, some caught stealing 293, uh, slugging 402 OPS of 110. Um, oh, that's a solid, solid start for a player. I mean, obviously he, he was second place for the rookie of the year award, but, uh, those are like really nice stats for a, a good young player. Um, he's playing left field, so he doesn't have to put any money into speed. Just just give him a, uh, just give him some batting. Uh, good job, Casey. Hi, I just want to remind you, headaches, we all get them. We all wish they'd go away. There is a solution, Excedrin. I just take two, and there's no more tension, no more throbbing, no more pain. My headache is completely gone. Going through some of the runner's ups, the most important position uh, or most important honor would probably be MVP. So they uh, awarded third place for the minor league MVP going to Zodiac Blue Sky of the Armadillas. Zodiac is a 22-year-old switch-hitting catcher who hails from Indianapolis. Um, this young man is in his third season in the minors. And in his third season, he batted .315, slugged .442 with an eight sixty-one OPS. That was good enough for a 4.6 war. His OPS plus was one in a 133, uh, very nice job, not too much power, but still managed 27 extra base hits, that's something that's pretty nice, hit 100 singles, 74 walks, wow, 74 walks to only 40 strikeouts, nine stolen bases to five caught stealing, um, that's that's some good walkage, guys, if you're uh building a player. Get your uh with Ernie. I uh I built my eye up first and uh it paid paid some pretty good dividends. So uh Zodiac, you did a good job. That was some pretty nice stat line. Hi, it's All Star Catcher, Ernie Harwell here. Whenever I feel like a sweaty slob, there's one assurance that gives me peace of mind. Deodorant. Just one wipe under each armpit, and I'm good to go for days. Heck, I don't even need a shower for one week. That's how good this shiz is. On the line, going down the line, the uh, third place for Pitcher of the Year award goes to Ryan Stryker of the Hepcats. Ryan is a 21 year old righty. He hails from Toronto, another Canadian. This green bean, 6'8", 195. He needs to put on some, some weight, wait till he does. Uh, He's got a pretty good fastball and a sinker and a circle change to go with it. For this young player in his first season, he went three and three. ERA was decent, three sixty-two. Allowed ninety-four hits in one hundred and seventeen innings. In the one hundred and seventeen, he averaged, or he got forty-one walks to sixty-nine strikeouts. Pretty good, low WHIP, one fifteen, and a WAR of one point six. It's not bad for. a pitcher with 117 innings. Not seeing as much time in the field does make it hard to gather up the war, but he managed to do a pretty good job. Good job. Finishing third for relief pitcher of the year goes to none other than Beta Chapler of your Rana's. Beta uh, was drafted by Indianapolis, so he'll be moving on sometime. He's a 21-year-old righty, an angry righty, hailing from Chicago, Illinois. A uh, young man is 6'2", 200. I say those stats because I think they matter. I don't know if uh, out of the park has some kind of logarithm for if you're 5'2", 100 pounds, can you bomb home runs because you have a 100 power? I don't know. For this young man, he's got a lot of stuff, some pretty decent control. Um, His best pitch is his splitter. His first pitch is his fastball, and he's got a decent cutter to go with it. Uh, To look back at last season, this is a second-year player. He's 20 years old. He's in his second season. Um, In his second season, he managed uh, 10 saves, 59 innings with a 394 ERA. In those 59 innings, he managed 68 strikeouts. He did walk a few, 32, which gave him a whip of 1.7. <clears throat> uh, but he managed to get the job done and uh, was very, very instrumental for our team to go on all the way to the World Series, and actually made a a deep run into the World Series. Our next award goes to a uh, familiar name, starting pitcher Ryan Stryker of the Kansas City Hepcats, a 21-year-old. He was a runner-up for uh, the Pitcher of the Year, and he's also a runner-up for the... uh, Rookie of the year. <clears throat> so this six foot eight uh, pole, one hundred and ninety five pounds from Canada. Uh, he's got a fastball, sinker, and circle change. Uh, he's got pretty good stuff and a little bit of control for his season. One more time, what got him third place? He went three and three with a three sixty two ERA. 117 innings. He in 117 innings he allowed uh, 12 home runs while walking 41 and striking out 69. His whip was a nice low 115, and managed ERA plus a 120 with a 1. 1.6 WAR. Uh, in his in the postseason though he turned it up a little bit. Uh, in two games he had a two ERA. Um with uh an ERA plus a two seventeen. So uh another question I have for, for out of the park is do they have is there like a gamer uh ability to some of these guys where they just come through in the big moments. I uh, just like to know how some of these, you know, players match to real world guys who just uh seem to glow in the light when the light shined on them. Uh, so that's good. He's runner up for several awards. He must be very, his mother must be very happy. In addition to all of the uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Pitcher of the Year, Relief Pitcher of the Year, uh, uh, Rookie of the Year awards and runner-up, uh, we also celebrated our great glove, in our platinum stick awards so uh, in no particular order around the diamond uh, the winners for the great glove award go to zodiac bluesy of the armadillos uh, a catcher zodiac bluesy of the armadillos first base dennis multoid man of the brew city multoid man that's an interesting name of the hepcats at second base Shia Miss of Kansas City Hepcats. Uh, third base, Jake Mitchell of the Armadillos. Shortstop, Randy Fast Track of Chicago Kingpins. At left field, Dogpin, Doggin Eminem. Doggin Eminem of Anchorage Wheelers. At center field, Sean Shanahan Shanahan of the Kingpins. And in right field, Javier, Javier Boulevard of Bruce City. Uh, all Great Glove Award winners. Uh, behind the plate, our Platinum Stick Awards go to, at catcher, Zodiac Bluesy of Armadillos. First base, Eric Belmont of the Kingpins. Second base. Brandbill Ostman of the Lemurs, third base Papa Emeritus of the Firehawks, shortstop James Dion of Kansas City Hepcats, left field Doggin Eminem of the Wheelers, center field Lauren Jackson of the Hepcats, left field Stanley Cup winner Wiener of State College, and First base, uh, must be the DH, I'm guessing. Uh, First baseman, Mega Blazekin of the Flamingos. These are your Platinum Stick Award winners. Congratulations. All right, well, wrapping up our awards show, uh, I'd like to look at the big picture here a little bit. Um, We have our winners. And these are great awards if you've got a as an individual if you won the mvp reliever of the year great glove uh, great glove winner in any position uh, a hitter uh, they're all encouraging signs for players but they're also encouraging signs for teams teams love love to have players make the all-star team get, get recognized it shows the team itself is on it feels that the team itself is on the right path um, we always celebrated all of our players in Maui uh, for, their, for their recognition they received. Um, so looking at the 40,000-foot uh, height, uh, I'm going to look at the, the teams and how many winners they had this year. Uh, so let's take a look at that. First of all, uh, let me get a total, sorry. We had 31 total winners. Uh, Of that 31, California received one winner. Uh, That was the uh, Platinum Stick Award, Papa Emeritus. The Rannas had a one winner. State College had one winner. Anchorage had two winners. The Brew City had two winners, as did Louisville with two winners out of 31. Uh, Now we're getting some teams that had some larger... Numbers Florida had three winners, Armadillos had four, and then s- half the winners went to two teams. I think this is a huge sign of uh, things to come for these teams. Chicago had six winners, and Kansas City had nine winners. Uh, just thinking how this would be useful information if you did this same analysis. And I'll, if I have time, I'll do it on the uh, major league side. Um, and you're buying stock in a team, I would definitely look at buying stock in teams that have uh, most uh, winners. Also looking at the Rookie of the Year award, seeing uh, counting some of the backup winners of that uh, would also uh, give you a sign of where the team's going in the majors because those players are going to stick around for a while. So with that, uh, those are our minor league Award winners for season 37. Congratulations. Alright guys, good afternoon. Good afternoon. We have uh, a very interesting topic tonight. We're looking at power rankings. Power rankings as they pertain to the minor league. Now, let me just run you down the, the top teams. These are... Your playoff teams as of now. This is uh, 79 games in. We're about to start week four. <clears throat> so, about to get real. Kansas City is your number one team at 47 wins. That They lead the West by eight games. Followed by Chicago, who have 46 wins, a game behind. There are three games up on Louisville, who are second in the East followed by uh, the second in the East with 43 wins, followed by Florida with 42 wins and four games back, followed by Puerto Rico, which has 41 wins and five games back. So the, the team's lay out: Kansas City, that's one, Chicago, two, Louisville, three, Florida, four, Puerto Rico, five, and then we can just battle out for the sixth team, State College, Or California at this moment. All right, there are teams that are just a couple games back of them. Uh, Interesting division is the East, where the top team is 46 wins. The bottom team, State College, is at 39. So there's really not a lot separating the top and the bottom there. Meanwhile, Kansas City in the West, they're going to be playoff bound. However, they might not see anyone else from the West in the playoffs. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a likely scenario. As of right now, all the teams are coming out of the East. Now, that's not what I wanted to talk about, although I like to make the playoffs. Playoffs, what I find interesting is, first of all, Kansas City is the number one win in wins. They're the number one team. Chicago in wins are the number two teams and Puerto Rico, who are 5th in wins. However, if we mosey over to the all-powerful, mysterious, weekly team power rankings, your number one team is the team with the most wins, Kansas City, followed by the number two team, which is the team with the number two number of wins, so far... I don't think I've lost anyone. Here's where it gets crazy. The number three and the number four teams. First of all, number four team might not even make the playoffs. It's State College. State College is a fourth-ranked team at 95.4, and they are tied, I believe they are tied for the last playoff spot, but they're the fourth ranked power team, power ranking team. Above them, third, place power ranking team pretty impressive in its own right to be third puerto rico is ranked third in power rankings and they're just a game above state college who might not make the playoffs so i'm sorry they're two games up puerto rico is in fourth place in the east they're the fifth ranked. they're the fifth most wins and here they are sitting, the third power ranking teams. It just boggles my mind. I don't know what kind of uh, inputs they have. Uh, but I'll take it. I like the recognition. And it might explain a little bit when we go to play the games it, moving forward. It could, I don't know, if it's a forward looking predictor or a reverse looking predictor. or It must be reverse looking because we've been winning. We as in the Rano's, And I don't know. Um, if anyone has any input, I would love to hear how the power rankings work. Because we have just upside down altogether.